From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Hey, Just Ask Spirit listeners, are you tired of trying to figure out this manifesting thing? If so, you have got to check out my new book. It's called Energy in Action. And inside, you're going to find 52 manifesting practices to help you ignite your ability to create a life of peace and freedom. And if you're looking for a way to practice these skills with others, you may want to join my weekly Ray of Light membership. This is where we meet virtually to keep our manifesting juices going. Find the book, Energy in Action, and membership at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherry Anna Boyle. I want to welcome you to the show. Guys, I am still digesting what has gone on in the last 24 hours. <laughs> Seriously, am I'm I'm still processing, it's still downloading into my body. Yeah, we had a ray of light circle last night. So those of you who knew the show, first of all, welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm Sherry Annabelle. I'm your host of the show. I'm the author of many books. Latest is Energy in Action. Yeah. And in that book, there are 13 spiritual laws that I write about. And I was guided by spirit to couple these laws with the rays of light. So I was researching the laws. I've been in interested for forever. And uh, finally, I'm like, I got to write a book on the laws. I don't know why. It keeps coming. I got to write a book on the laws. Not knowing when I write the book on the laws, I'm going to start getting information about how I work with them. And so... I start getting this guidance on, okay, now you got to pair them with the light. You got to, they're supposed to go. It's like, oh, okay. So within that book, there's 13 spiritual laws, 13 rays of light. And that was all channeled, if you will, through me. And, and then just to put a little cherry on top, uh, it's layered into the cleanse, which is my system I use for emotional detox, which is featured in all of my emotional detox books, every single one of them. So it's in energy and action as well. So it's like this multi-layer thing going on here. So anyway, I ended up starting this ray of light circle mainly because it's, this stuff is needs to be taught. Like nobody taught, I mean, just like nobody really taught us how to process our emotions, that needs to be taught, but people are getting better at that. More information's out there. But in terms of teaching the laws in this way, I'm pretty sure there's, I don't think there's anybody else teaching it like this or created this kind of system. So anyway, developed a ray of light circle to really give people an experience, create a community, and also teach people how the how darn powerful. So that brings me back to last night. I'm in a ray of light circle, which you can join, by the way. It's a membership. It's a monthly membership. I think it's the deal of the century. I do. It's at sherryannaboyle.com. And so anyway, we're um, last night was all about soul alignment, getting aligned with your soul, because we're Sometimes I try to time it with whatever's happening, you know, going on, and everyone was feeling a little off. So I timed it with the law of rhythm, you know, getting your rhythm back. You know what that feels like. We all fall out of rhythm where we, our routines or whatever, maybe, maybe we don't feel well, or maybe there's some interruptions, or maybe we have to tend to other things for a while, holidays. And, uh, and so, Law of rhythm always kind of help us get that back. But anyway, so did the ray of light circle and we were working with the gold ray of light, which is in the book and the law of rhythm. And so I go to sleep that night and in my sleep, oh, well, first of all, I should preface this, everyone. Have you ever had someone in your life where you're not sh quite sure why they're giving you the cold shoulder? Like, you're, like they just, they just, I don't know. 
So I've had someone like that in my life where I'm not, I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why, you know, I'm not really sure what's going on here because nothing's ever happened between us, but just kind of felt like this person gives me the, you know, um, finally had to sort of accept it as it is. Okay. Well, I'm just going to accept that not everyone's supposed to be your friend, whatever, you know? So I do the circle with the light and the law of rhythm. And then last night I have this dream. <laughs> And in the dream, the person I'm referring to comes to me in the dream and is so kind and so loving. And it wasn't the actions. This is the part I want you to hear. And this is the special part about working with a rays of light. It wasn't so much what the person said or did or whatever, but they came to me in my dream and they and the energy was so strong. I felt such strong love from this person that I said to myself, I'm dreaming and I'm saying to myself in my dream, oh my gosh, like this is all going to be released now. This is all going to be healed. Like this is not going to be a thing anymore. And I don't know if we had like some karmic thing working out, you know, I mean, everybody's got, I, I know whether it's a boss or a neighbor, you know, when you just feel like, why, why, why don't you just smile and like say hello? You know what I mean? Like someone like that's like, hello, we've been living next door to each other for 20 years. Can we just like get beyond the, you know, can we look at, can we acknowledge you? You know, that kind of thing is what I'm talking about. So anyway, they come and I feel such love that I just woke up like a different person <laughs> today. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I feel so different. And it's just, I can't explain it. And I think that's when it comes to the some real powerful healing. You can't explain it. There's no words. The brain can't even fathom some of these healing practices. So I'm still processing today as I'm coming on here with you. We, oh, by the way, we have a very special guest. We're going to be talking about uh, recovery today. We've spoken about recovery on the show before, and I want to continue that discussion with this this guest coming on because I've, I've, I've met with this guest, and I found that they just have a lot to offer. And I just said, come on the show. I think you and I need to have a conversation on air. So we have a great, great show lined up for you today. I promise. I promise it's not all about my dream. So anyway, I just occurred to me what's what's been really downloading in me today. And by the way, I had another ray of light circle because I do two a week, folks, with the with the membership. Two lives a week, and then you get the replay. And <laughs> it occurred to me that I really think healing is going to be changing on a big level now. I think we're gaining such the capacity where we can move things, we're going to be able to heal in our dreams. That's what I took away. I was like, I think this is up and coming. Maybe it's already happened to you guys. I don't know. Write to me, you know, share, share and tell me, hey, you know, it happened to me too. And I went to sleep and I woke up and everything was cool <laughs> and everything was great. It's just in my heart. I feel so much. It's like something, a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Anyway, I just wanted to share that was my my own personal testimony. Of course, we have many others in the group that we offer. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, light circle. So remember that this show is sponsored by the Just a Spirit Marketplace. Please go there and check it out. We have we're always adding new courses, and we have books there. I have some stuff there, and um, check it out because they sponsor the show. So go just us spirit marketplace at sherryannaboyle.com. So I'm going to introduce my guest. We're going to talk about all recovery in a big way. And uh, I know you're going to get a lot of really good information from the show. I'm so grateful you're here. And I'll introduce you right after the break. Hang in there. From the vibrant soul of Sherry Anna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherry Anna's passion to get this world feeling again. 
Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, the Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy, to the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SharianaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Colleen Cashman, welcome to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you so much for having me, Sherry, Sherriana. I'm so excited to be here and follow up with you on our conversation when I interviewed you and then subsequently read your new book and what it's done for me in my life. But I'm excited to be here. Energy in Action, that new book or a different one? Yes. No, that new book. I had read your Emotional Detox Now book, and that's where I reached out and had you on my show. And then we had our conversation, and I immediately ordered um, Energy in... Is it Energy in Action or Motion? It's, It's Energy in Action. Okay. Well, either way, I'm taking action, so so much massive action because of that. Um, and so I'm just really grateful to you for the the work that you do. And I'm happy to share how your work has impacted my life and then also share, you know, my own journey with recovery, but emotional detox and learning how to work with emotions is the foundation. It is key and it changes everything when you shift into being able to work with the emotions, like it's a skill. Like when I tell you what I've gone through in the last two weeks and how quickly I've gotten through it, it's it's amazing to me. It's like a miracle. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that, Colleen. And thank you for sharing. It's funny because I was just telling the listeners before that I got on here with you and introduced you about our ray of light circle and how powerful that's been for me and, and my 
as I continue my journey, but I agree with you. And you and I, so by the way, um, everyone, let me just give you a little background on Colleen before we jump right in. Colleen Cashman, everyone, is a recovery certified master coach, host of a globally ranked podcast. And this is the podcast she's talking about that I was on. And it's, it's, it's called, It's Not About the Alcohol Podcast. And she's the author of Life Off the Label, a handbook for creating your own brand of health and happiness. Colleen uses a holistic evidence-based strategies in neurophysiology and growth mindset to help women stop over drinking without going to AA or giving up alcohol completely by reconnecting to their intuition and their personal power. And you can find Colleen at recoverwithcolleen.com. So here you are. So we were on her show. It's not about the alcohol. We had a great connection there. And might I say, it, you you just had a lot to offer. And you and I had a great discussion. I thought, okay, she needs to come on my show. And so go ahead. You can continue. Um, so you, you're sharing that these tools have helped you in the last couple of weeks. Today, I think I'm on your show. You just said- yeah, your show dro- dropped, so that's out in the world. If you want to go check that out, anyone, what's it called anyway? If they go to, it's not all about the alcohol. Well, it's not about the alcohol. And today's episode, I think I I titled it Seven Steps to." Oh, shouldn't I know the title? I don't know. It's a good title. It's okay. It released December twenty sixth, uh, okay. and it's a two part episode. I split our interview into two because it's a lot to digest, and I I try to make my interviews so that people can listen, process a little bit. Because just consuming all of these amazing ideas without actually experiencing, you know, and playing with the concepts and experiencing energy in your own body. And then, you know, that's, that's really important. So I split the interview into two. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds good. Thank you very much for doing that. A lot of work behind podcasts. So let's, mm-hmm. let's talk about you. How did you get into this work in terms of recovery? So, you know, I had a great life. I was doing all of the things. I had four children of my own, uh, blended family, three more. And I was a perfectionist. If you looked at me from the outside, you know, I am doing all the things and checking all of the boxes. I run marathons, or I used to, I don't anymore, but I was running marathons and I was on Instagram making, you know, vegan food. And I was, you know, on the committees at school and I'm a health coach and I'm, I'm doing all the things. Um, and so yet on the inside, I've always really struggled with mental health. I just got really good at hiding that. And so I didn't have a good relationship with myself. I based my value on what I perceived the world to value me, you know, whether it be my looks, my weight, my social status, my job, you know, all of the things. And it started as a really young age. You know, this is why my podcast is called It's Not About the Alcohol, because I started throwing up my food when I was eight. And then, you know, moving into drinking in college. And I, it's like, it, it doesn't matter how it manifests for you. I, I tell my clients often, like, there's two, two pe- types of people in the world. Those who are suffering in their mind, suffering from a lack of ability to process their emotions. And then those who are actively working on it, you know, and our lives might all look the same and everybody's issue manifests differently. Some people will have workaholism. Some people will not be able to control their spending. Some people are emotional eaters. Some people are drinkers. Some people are pukers like I was, you know, Um, some people are busy, 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 go, go, go. And other people are laying on the couch and procrastinating and can't, but it's all manifestation of the same underlying issue. You, right? It's it's a lack of connection with ourselves and an inability to process our emotions. You know, where I used to think that I had to do all the things in order to be who I wanted to be, 
which means you never get there because your brain is constantly moving the bar. You know, with, when you're a perfectionist, it's like whatever version of perfect looks like today, it's going to look different tomorrow based on who you're around and what else happens. And so alcohol use disorder specifically is what what I lovingly refer to as, you know, the hill I was going to die on. And that is the way that life pre presented me with an opportunity to get real and to get connected and to heal. But if it wasn't alcohol, it would have been something else. Um, so I got to a place where I was a heavy daily drinker while managing seven kids and teaching hot power yoga at 7 a.m. and running the marathons. Like I said, I was doing all the things and I got to a place where I just couldn't go on anymore. And that is the, you know, you have to have the breakdown before you have the breakthrough. And so I moved into a period of sobriety um, and did all the things I thought because I thought it was about the alcohol. So, hi, my name is Colleen and I'm an alcoholic and I go to meetings and I was identifying as a woman who used to have a drinking pro problem and therefore can never drink again. And, you know, just all of that. And that was a great place to start, you know, a period of sobriety, um, taking alcohol off the table allowed me to actually do the work, but it wasn't about the alcohol. Well, and can so, you, can, Colin, can you tell, yeah, can, thank you for sharing. And I, and I appreciate what you're sharing. And what I hear you saying is that alcohol was just one of many manifestations of uh, many of the symptoms of what was really going on. And that was a lack of connection to self. And would you, would it be fair enough to say that perfectionism was just another manifestation? Yeah. I mean, it's just another layer of the onion, you know, um, in my mind, I thought there was the, the, there was a way to be a perfect drinker, you know? So my identity was always outside of myself. I identified as a drinker. There's a perfect amount of alcohol. And I was completely ignoring my experience of declining mental health because alcohol is a drug, you know, mm -hmm. it's like going to the doctor as we often do, as we talk more and more about mental health in our society, and we go and we have low mood or we have mood swings, what does the doctor do? And I'm not saying this yeah. should be the way it is, but we sure. go and we get an antidepressant, right? Well, alcohol is a depressant drug. And yeah. so I had no idea that over time, it's a very slippery slope with a million shades of gray, but over time, my um, ability to tolerate stress was lower and lower. My, I was very myopic, you know, just focused on getting through today. And when you're caught in the cycle of an addiction, including the addiction to being perfect, like whatever, yes, you don't have the big perspective. You don't have the through line, the values of who you really want to be as a person and what's really important to you. You're just in survival mode. That is what addiction does. It's living in survival mode means that, you know, it does tomorrow doesn't matter. I just have to do what I need to do to get through today. And that's what happens. And then we just lose sense of, of who we are as, as people and why we're here. There's just, do, it, it just yeah. do you remember the moment? So uh, what I see happen quite a bit in my clientele is people might give up the alcohol, but then pick up marijuana <laughs> mm -hmm. or, <laughs> or, sugar. or sugar. And, and so they transfer it to another substance kind of thing. And, and can you talk about that a little bit? Did you go through that as well? Did you, did you have that? Was that part of your journey? For sure it was. Um, but getting the alcohol out of my system, you know, if you're going to, there's something called harm reduction, you know, it's like s deal with what's killing you fastest, you know? So getting off the alcohol was really helpful. Um, I identified as somebody who didn't eat sugar and all of that. And I went through these amazing sugar cravings and was like, what is going on here? What really happened for me is I noticed about 18 months into sobriety that I was still suffering. Yes, I felt better because not drinking alcohol is amazing, but I was still searching for being perfect. I still had that perfectionism. And so it was about 18 months in where ironically, I realized 
that this all or nothing black or white beliefs that I had about alcohol, that was actually kind of part of the problem. And so part of me moving forward was to realize I needed to learn how to be okay in the present moment and stop living by ideas of what perfect means or what good means and what should be and just start to get into a relationship with the energy that's inside of my body and allow that experience to inform me, do I want more or less? Is this better or worse? And to start living life from the inside out, I realized about 18 months into being sober, and I'm using air quotes. And like, yeah. And what, it, what it, when you say sober, because I saw on your website, Colleen, which is recoverwithcolleen.com, by the way, everyone, I saw on your website that you can either reduce it or remove it. So are you saying that, I guess, how do you define recovery? Well, I think sobriety and recovery are two different things. Sobriety, okay. um, and then I also define sobriety in a couple of different ways. Um, okay. So I, I now use a term, you know, with my clients, we all like this term, we make up words, it feels good. I like emotional sobriety, where mm -hmm. you're not intoxicated by your own BS. You know, you're not, you're no longer a victim <laughs> of the yeah. stories in your head. So that to me is, is the bigger picture there in our culture, because we have this belief that if you have a drinking problem, then that means you're an alcoholic. And that means you can never drink again because it's a disease. And if you ever have one drink again, you're going to, to die. Like it's a life or it's perfectionism let wrapped in a life or death decision. It really is so, because if, if you have a drink, then you screwed up, right? right. And you messed everything up. <laughs> that perpetuates itself. You know, the more you are going, people who go to rehab, people who go to AA meetings, they have a nine times higher binge drinking rate than people who are like, oh, I think I'm drinking too much. I feel like I should knock that off. And they just realize they have a choice. They choose to drink less or not at all because that makes them feel good. That That is a completely different situation than adopting this identity that you have a disease that whether you're drinking or not, you still have that disease. It's a, so do, it's, you, do you recommend people not use the word I'm sober? Um, I think, do you think it links it to the identity? I know she's laughing, but <laughs> so it, it, it's very interesting to me because what you don't know about me, Colleen, is I've made this big announcement. I said, okay, I'm going to stop. I, I stopped drinking. It was a, it was just something that came in really strong. It was something I felt kind of channeled and it was really about vibration. It was almost like my guide saying, okay, lady, you're this far. Now here's the next step. You got to get rid of the alcohol. Now my family cracks up because I'm I'm like a once a month kind of drinker, right? And so over the holidays, I was here and there partaking and trying not to get too caught up in my head about it. It's like, okay, I made this announcement, but yeah, you know, my family would be like, just come on, lady. Like, who are you kidding? You know, <laughs> like you don't drink enough to be able to say you're sober, right? So I, for a bit, what you're bringing us is some clarity. And here, here's what I love. I love the way you just cited some research that it's more important to feel like you have a choice. And it reminds me of someone I was trained with years ago who has now passed, but is one of my favorite teachers. And she always said, your greatest power is choice. Yeah. Your greatest power is choice. And when we make us, ourselves feel like we're in a corner and we have no choice, it does feel like you lose power. Well, it also takes you out of the present moment. So to speak to your point about identifying as sober, that's an idea. Like the experience of not drinking alcohol, if you are not drinking alcohol in this moment, which I consider sobriety to be a form of self-care, you know, the more you drink, the worse you feel, the less you drink, the better you sleep, all the other things, you're sharp, you're present. So saying I'm sober has nothing to do with if whether or not you're going to drink in the future or not. Like you can promise I'm never going to drink again. That's just an idea in the present moment. Maybe it's it's creating a sense of safety. Maybe it's a 
creating a sense of moral superiority? Like, who the hell knows? You know, you could, it's, it's just an idea. It could be another way you manage your emotions. I could have been managing my emotions at that time by saying, okay, guys, yeah. Yeah. it is a little bit of a control thing. If you think about it, like, yeah. why, why do I have to make that announcement? Why, why can't I just have that experience with myself? Why do I have to say it out loud? And I'll tell you why I said it out loud. Because sometimes there's a part of me, and we're just being, this is what I love about Colleen, by the way. This is what I mean where I say you're going to love listening to when I was on her podcast, is she gets real and we get raw. And I know why I said it, because there's always a part of me that feels like I have to do the right thing as a parent mm-hmm. and let my kids know, look, I can... I don't have to do this. See, this is this is what it looks like. And that is a little bit of micromanaging. I full confession. And that can suppress that could possibly away. And you see how these these onions, these layers where we're peeling away ways that we manage what we feel. And they might look pretty and perfect and the right thing to do, but when you really go underneath it all, what's really happening? And that's what you and I are talking about today. Yeah. And so as crazy as it sounds, part of my full circle truly healing from alcohol use disorder, which I got to be honest, Sherry, it's not Sherriana. It's you not- can call me Sherry. All my anybody can call me Sherry. It's I'm, I- not a drinking problem. It's a thinking problem. So somebody who drinks uh, once I'll say a that month, again. Say it again. Well, somebody who drinks once a month, one yeah. glass, and thinks about it, you know, for 10 hours a month has alcohol use disorder where they're drinking more than they should, or it's taking up all of this bandwidth versus somebody like for a long time, I didn't have alcohol use disorder. I drank a bottle of wine every single night. I was happy. I loved it. This is amazing. Life is good. It hadn't yet started to, you know, it didn't take tall. Yeah, Yeah, it was, it was fine. And so it's a thinking problem. That's what I wanted you to say it again. You said alcohol is not a drink or drinking problem. It's a thinking problem. Alcohol use disorder. Yeah. Because you don't sit around and think, okay, pop is bad. So hereby forever, I am never having another Coke again for the rest of my life. Hear ye all over the land. It's like, well, you either will or you won't based on whether it feels good in the moment. And I get it as a parent. You know, we think we have to to make this, put ourselves on like this role model, which we do. I mean, we are role models, but I think it's much more valuable as a as a parent. My children are older now. My youngest is now. Well, I can tell you, I can tell because you called soda pop. Oh, there you go. Well, I'm also from the Midwest. So there's that. But the other day I called marijuana pot and my kids were like, mom, nobody says pot. I still say pot. They still say pot too. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I I like now having a culture of of being able to talk about was this a good experience or a bad experience? You know, instead of having the right way to be as some ideal, which is just an idea that takes us out of our present moment. You know, I now experience alcohol like you, I've been partaking over the holidays and it's very set and setting to me. Like, what's my intention for having this glass? And then as I'm drinking, am I enjoying this? Is it keep, am I feeling more connected or less? And I am totally able, I don't think about it anymore. It's like driving a stick shift. And I just, some, you know, I put the tension on or the clutch in, or I downshift or upshift. Like I let my body inform me of if I'm making a good decision or not. Again, that's kind of like living from the inside out. Thinking is what's driving us crazy. That's what you taught me, the amazing gift of our conversation and me then reading energy in action. Like what that has allowed me to do is get out of my freaking head and say, you know, who, where do I want to be in a year? What actions are going to get me there? And what feelings are providing me with the energy instead of labeling them as good or bad, but just getting out of our head. The more you think, the crazier you are. And with alcohol use disorder, you can't think your way out of a thinking problem. You know, you have to learn how to feel. And then that's where, to your point, people get stuck 
because they give up the alcohol. Now they're, oh, I'm doing it all right. This is amazing. And then they just fall into some other way to cope with their. Now they have to cope with their announcement. Now that, yeah. And now, uh, no, what do you think about the fact that I think I'm drinking about what you're thinking about what I'm thinking? It's like, that's crazy making, you know, yeah. learn, learn from my mistakes. Don't, don't make a, a, a big announcement because then of course, you know, you do, you feel like you just backed yourself in a corner. You know, she's referring to energy in action, everyone, because the, it's really based on this concept that this new idea that action is not reaction. And that's what we're pointing out here. So when we have emotional reactivity, meaning we're trying to control or manage what we feel, that's not action. That's a reaction. Energy and action is when you allow yourself to feel like what she was talking about. You know, I'm having a, I'm hosting a retreat in the Azores in Portugal. If you want to come, Colleen, in May, um, yeah. anybody can come. And and I fully intend to try the wine there, <laughs> yes. right? Because there's no way in heck I'm not going to go to another country, which has, I, I can't remember the last time I went to another country. It's probably been 20 years and not try the wine and not try. I, I said to my family, I'm going to try everything, everything, even the things I wouldn't allow myself to have here. I'm going to try it there because it's an experience yeah. and there's a culture and I want to enjoy. It doesn't mean I have to overindulge or overdo it. I just want to try it right? And have that. We need to take a quick break, Colleen. And if you're just joining us on the radio, I'm speaking with Colleen and you can find her at recoverwithcolleen.com. Her last name is Cashman and she's a recovery coach. We'll be back after the break. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action. Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy, To the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety, There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SharianaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit, talking about recovery today with Colleen Cashman. 
She's a recovery coach. You can find her at recoverwithcolleen.com. And there you're going to find her free masterclass. So if you'd like to try something out for free and get to know Colleen, go ahead over to, again, recoverwithcolleen.com. So we were talking, well, we're talking about a lot of things, right, Colleen? Yeah. <laughs> In terms of the identity. And it sounds like what you're bringing to light to us is some of these beliefs and labels have gotten in the way of really getting connected to the self, don't attach to the label and sort of the idea of something. Do you want to talk a little bit more? Yeah. So basically the source of all suffering is attachments. You and I talked about that in our conversation. What we don't realize is that we are attached to ideas in truth. uh, Now this is an idea, so don't get too attached to it. But truth is always changing. Everything is always changing. So whether it be your experience of alcohol, this is the best thing ever. Next time you do it, it's not as much, you know, but we get attached to not just what we think it should be that we ignore our own bodies, but we also start attaching to our own identities. This is who I am. This is how I show up. I I play big, you know, I play small, like it doesn't really matter. And so what we need to realize is that yesterday's truth is tomorrow's bullshit. And the more you (laughs) stick with what you think is true in this moment, which it is, but it's fleeting. Life is always changing. Circumstances, emotions, your physical body, the external world, like it's always changing. And the more you get stuck in who you think you are and how you think things should be, the less you're able to respond to and move the energy in your body in real time and not keep reacting, reenacting. I like reacting is reenacting the past. Anytime you're in emotion, you are reacting a lesson you've learned from the past that may not apply in this moment. And so you're robbing yourself of the big picture of all of the options. You're robbing yourself of choice. And when it comes to alcohol saying, I can't ever drink again is bullshit. Because if you have two arms and $10, you most certainly can drink again. And so somewhere in your body, your body's like, that's not true. That's, that's, I can drink if I want to, or I can eat, or I can, like, whatever. And so keeping the language in your brain, honoring the fact that you can change your mind at any time. Sobriety as a lifestyle is just an idea in your head. Like it only matters if you're drinking here in this moment, if you're experiencing sobriety and if you're liking it or not. And if you're not, go have a drink and see if that changes it. Like we we lose this idea that we're always experimenting and just playing like children in our life, you know, like, is this good or bad? And we get stuck in our heads. And I think that's the source of suffering. I know that's how I define recovery. That's how I teach it is teaching people to live by their experience and get out of their head. It's so true because as soon as you say, I can't have something, you want it. <laughs> right. <laughs> or you feel like you're being deprived of something. Because or... there's a part of you that knows that's not true. Yeah. You're, you're saying a lot. I can't. Oh, you sure can. Watch me do it. And then that's what sparks the inner rebel, you know, of don't tell me what to do. And then we just, it's to me, recovery is actually the integration of your subconscious into consciousness. So you are aware of the feelings that are coming up in your body. You're able to identify what's going on in real time. Oh, there's that belief. That's not true. I'm not, I'm not going to attach to that. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to choose something different or I'm going to go with it. Let's light it up. Like, let's just do it, you know? Mm, And so it's, it's, that's to me where your work is so powerful is because it gives you the tool to interface with the energy in your body. So that it is, it is no longer this big, scary thing, you know, and I'll just jump to it. And if people want to jump over to our discussion on my podcast, I talk story of where I decided I'm getting a divorce. Like I hit up, I've done all the work. I've healed myself. I've healed my relationship, how I show up, all the thoughts and all the shoulds. And then one day I just realized this is my truth and I can't deny it anymore. And you can imagine the 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 black sucking plume of panic and shame and fear and within one week i was able because i was using your tools to go into those sensations and do your cleanse process 
to where I was able to work through that and continue to take the actions instead of allowing those emotions to take me down and prevent me. And so I would go back and say the thing that undoes the thing. Just kidding. We're not, you know? And so I was, I was able to do that because I'm no longer hiding parts of my subconscious. I'm no longer operating on what should be. It's just me and myself in this moment. And I, when I woke up in the morning and cause I said, I'm going to sleep on it. And I asked myself one year from now, what will I regret doing? And it's to continue to live uh, not according to my truth. So let's mm-hmm. get the show on the road. And your cleanse process, literally, Sherry, has Aww. saved me. Literally. I'm so happy to hear that. I mean, the rays of light are so helpful. And I they're there for everyone, you know, from source. So you're so sweet. And I'm, you know, I, I commend you. It takes a lot of courage. I was, I was there. I was thinking about divorce at one point and decided not to. But, you know, back to your point, it, I gave myself permission to have the choice. Yeah. That's the thing. I gave myself, I remember very clearly, and, you know, I had, it's an emotional detox saying to myself, I'm going to give myself a year and I'm going to process my emotions for one year. And then when the year is up, I'm going to give myself permission to extend the year (laughs) if I need to, right? So there was no parameters around me. And and I gave myself permission not to have to make the decision because at that time, I wasn't capable of making a decision. I didn't have enough energy. So it sounds like for you, you've been processing your emotions and using the tools, and now you have the energy to face what it is that you already knew was there, but a lot of times we don't feel like we have the courage or the strength, or the inner strength to be able to really acknowledge the truth, which I, so I commend you. Well, and to my prior point, the truth changes. You know, I gave myself a year and then I extended it. And this is just the truth today. You know, I, I spent four years of of really owning everything I could own. And so my truth simply changed. And in that moment, it's like, there's no right decision. There's the decision you make right. I needed the energy to make that decision right. And, and so, you know, we're on a journey and I think we get caught up in this idea of, oh, I like a year ago, I would have said, I've healed my marriage and this is amazing. And I had, and then a year later, it's like the, there's a different truth. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's just learning how to work with the energy of whatever the truth is in this moment and showing up as your best self and in compassion and integrity for the people around you doing the same. You know, it's just life. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is wonderful. It, you're You're almost giving us a little sense of what it looks like when, what it can look like or maybe you should you should answer this question for us is what do you what can people expect if they choose to either reduce or give up drinking um well first of all it the alcohol is a drug not a food group and 100% the less you drink the better you feel it doesn't mean that you can't ever drink again. I would say if somebody is struggling with what is alcohol use disorder, it means you drink more than you think you should. Again, it's a thinking problem. And it's taking up a lot of your thought processes. That's it. And if you if you can answer yes to those two questions, come to my free masterclass because I spend an hour laying out what not to do. And because most people think, oh, I got to get sober. Well, that just is the flip side of the all or nothing. You're still playing the alcohol game. You're just now identifying as a drinker who can't drink. And so it keeps all of that alive. So of course, drinking less is, is helpful. But the bottom line is what you want to learn how to do is sync up your mind with your body so that every experience you're having, you're allowing the truth to change in any given moment. Like I like to say, like you go to the eye doctor and they're like, is this better or worse, better or worse? Like you constantly have to do that. And so just quitting drinking is an amazing act of self-care or or giving it up or reducing less. 
but what what it's not the quitting drinking that I would say it's it's the recovery of yourself and learning to to acknowledge the truth in your body. That's the real skill. Whether again you're manifesting as an overeater or an overworker or overspender or like well, it doesn't matter. All of all roads lead to your heart. They lead to the rays of light. They lead to learning how to balance your energy and to love yourself. You know, one of the things you taught me three weeks ago, this is new to me. There's only one emotion and that's mm -hmm. love. Everything else is a reaction. So like whatever problem you have, allow that to be your gateway drug to healing. You know, allow that to be the invitation you need to go within. And the benefits are, first of all, life gets real scary and real honest and real awesome and you no longer feel stuck, I feel like I can do anything I want. I just, it's its very, very powerful to take back your power. Mm, I can hear it. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on Just Ask Spirit and sharing your story and sharing these new ideas, new ways of, of looking at it, and also the, the strategies and the tools that you offer in your programs. So once again, everyone, it's Colleen Cashman, and you can find her at recoverwithcolleen.com. Check out her podcast. It's it's not about the alcohol. I'm on there somewhere. If you sort through the, the on-demand, you're going to find our conversation and how I talk about emotional detox and energy and action. And uh, any, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Sherry. Anna. It's been amazing, and it's an honor. Oh. And thank you, audience, for, for tuning in. And remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.